0: Good morning, afternoon, or evening. Please delete as appropriate. And actually, with special uh, special hello to uh, anyone, any of our listeners whose name is Chad Washington. Because this is episode 235. 235 is an area code belonging somewhere in Washington State. And it's also the country code for Chad. Oh. So this show is for you, Chad Washington. And I am Andy Anotko.
1: And I'm Florence Ion. And I was seriously wondering, did I miss... Like did a did a fan reach out named Chad Washington and then I'm like oh no I missed something I'm the worst <laughs> ah. uh, well this is our this is our first podcast episode after the Christmas holiday for those who celebrate and it falls smack dab in the middle of the week of Hanukkah mm-hmm. actually not in the middle actually a little bit after the middle marker uh, towards the end of the week I should say. So I just want to shout out everybody who has been enduring a lot of family time this week. Hopefully, Andy and I can provide you a bit of respite. Yes,
0: we are, and and, and some sympathy. We are recording this uh, on the afternoon, my time, the afternoon of Christmas Eve. So I have a big family jolly get together of uh, for Christmas happening. Uh, I'll be jumping in the shower like after we record and heading off. So. This is so re- realize that this is if you're, we are probably all riding on the same bus where there is mm-hmm, a certain mm-hmm. amount of hesitation and tension, but once we're there uh, and we're relaxed and we have a drink in our hands and we see the lights, that's when the real tension has. It's really nice
1: that you can drink because yes. I'm <laughs> pregnant, so no, I'm no, not, no I, just, I have nothing. All I have is all I have is a uh, dessert and like basically all I have is is carbs and sugar to kind of like comfort me during this holiday season. Uh, which is why I've been drinking again, and we've talked about this the last couple of weeks, which is why I've been drinking a lot of Starbucks holiday drinks. Mm-hmm. In fact, after this, I'm going to go to Starbucks before I go pick up my <laughs> five bouquets of flowers. So
0: <laughs> are, are you are you looking forward to like lots of like well-intentioned but not well-informed people slapping things out of your hands? Like, <gasps> don't you know you're not supposed oh, it's to eat already anything been that's, happening ever, to that's ever been wrapped in plastic?
1: And like, and honestly. There's not, like, I've been told by my doctor it's okay to have a little bit of champagne, a little bit of wine. I will probably have a time. I know somebody out there is going to listen to this podcast and go, Flo, how could you do this to your baby? I'm not sitting here juggling bottles of vodka, okay? But the thing is, I have a wine membership. I live in Northern California. It's kind of part of the... Gigi culture of living here to just like there. I have some nice wine on standby. Okay. And I have a sparkling (laughs) rosé that I'm going to open for my mother and her best friend on Christmas day. And I would be remiss not to have like a tiny bit of that in my cup. And you know what? It'll help me probably because it'll give me a warm, fuzzy feeling to kind (laughs) of tide me over. And, you know, nobody judge me.
0: No I, <laughs> to I, talk to I, my doctor <laughs> I, I i'm going to give you I'm going to give you a tool here that will either absolutely help you through all those moments or create problems i think it's I think it's more likely it's going to help you and I'm going to give you this when they if they look at your one glass of champagne and talk to you about oh, you shouldn't be drinking alcohol, you should say right back because it's a family member probably say well, both of your parents were raging alcoholics and look how you turned out. Oh, actually, that's a good point, And then you put it down because that way you get both the parents and you get them. And it's probably likely that you won't have to deal with them at the next holiday party.
1: Yeah. Well, on the plot, the thing is, I just, will just, say just, my just, mother, my mother is the one that was like, you'll be fine with a little bit of, you can have a little bit of wine. Just <laughs> like you can. So, so just okay.
0: just keep that in the holster. You you know you got the yeah. you got it ready. Just, least, just listen.
1: Case. Grandma's okay with it. She's gonna. <laughs> she's fine. <laughs> so anyway, now that I've talked about the terrible things I'm doing to my fetus, Auntie, <laughs> how about you start us off back on.
0: Okay, well we we are recording this on Christmas Eve uh we are. and I I I don't I don't know when festivus actually occurs whether it's overlaps or is before or after uh but I'm going to air a grievance. I've got the, the airing of the grievance. Go ahead. That's what uh, we're here for. Although we did again. <laughs> no, I won't go there. Uh so uh, I can't take it anymore Google this Google Play Music thing. I can't take it. Every time like I create a playlist and just put together like for this morning. I, I knew that I'm going to be. I had like a, a phone. I had a Skype meeting and a whole bunch of things I need to get done. Plus, you know, making sure that I'm on time for for the holiday party. Mm-hmm. So I put together just a casual playlist and st- and like yesterday and start playing it today. And like every th- every third song on this playlist that I that I created from the Google uh, from the Google Play Music app uh, gave me that same horrible. Can't play this song. To play the song, upload it to Play Music from your computer. And I don't know what defect there is inside the Google Play Music development uh, kiosk uh, to make them think that you have a defect
1: or a deficiency. I just want to say sorry, just yes. to just to come to you know the, to ally with the developers behind this no again could,
0: yeah. i i'm helping just 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 like you know your 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 relatives on 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 the holiday holidays are helping you by pointing out that you shouldn't have cut your hair you look so nice the way it was before right it's it comes from a place of love that's what i'm saying although google is a corporation you can't love a corporation because a corporation can't love you back so i will True. be angry about this it's so it's just that why does it not understand that I built this playlist off of tracks that I saw on Google Play Music you have <laughs> you, you you have the latest Foo Fighters album it's a really popular album you got it right there I'm paying you money for the rights to stream that album the fact that I also have it ripped from CD in my own personal music library that i keep on my computer that i have explicitly not synced and uploaded to your service that doesn't bear anything on this it you're you're creating a situation in which i have a playlist that i now cannot play unless i upload all of my music to you which i shouldn't have to do it's i'm 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 really i i'm I'm barely exaggerating for comedic effect here. It's <laughs> such an obvious wrong way to do things. Yeah. It's such an obvious problem that needs to be solved. I don't know why I've been struggling with this ever since I started with Google Play Music. And honest to God, I'm considering like canceling Google Play Music and getting a Spotify subscription just because at no point... is. At no point have I ever uploaded all my music into Spotify because I've never had a paid subscription to Spotify. And so this problem will never, ever, ever, ever take place. Or switching to, I don't, because I don't want to have to like switch a, I feel as though if I switch to Apple Music as my streaming music standard, then I'll have the same problem because I use iTunes to manage, or at least to rip discs and partially manage my library. Most of my library is in Plex, but there are times there there, there are some there are some albums and some tracks where I don't own the entire thing. I just want to stream this thing, and it's the one thing. That makes this a horrible, horrible experience, and makes me actually angry with the people responsible for Google Play Music. I just don't know Ugh. Well, if I, if if I if I'm ever at a Google event and you introduce my you introduce yourself to me as Hey, I work on Google Play Music. I will be polite. I will be kind, but I will point this out.
1: But the problem is, I don't know if you'll be able to meet somebody because I feel like with this push to go towards YouTube Music, it's. That's why I said deficiency, because I feel like the development team, again, neither of us work for Google. We're totally just going off conjecture here. A place of love.
0: Coming from a place of love.
1: Yeah. Well, and also just because, like, I know you're not the only person who has aired this kind of grievance (laughs) to me. Like, I have a lot of... Uh, friends who are Android users um, and, you know, even my my co-host, all about Android, Ron Richards, has expressed a lot of displeasure over the current state of Google Play Music because the thing is when the streaming, the streaming music suites kind of came out in full force and everybody started to kind of pick their alliances, so to speak, uh, you really invested your time into the libraries there. So I went with Spotify. I don't... I don't quite remember why I went with Spotify. I just I think I went with it for the social reason back in the day because I had so many friends who had like logged onto it and there was a whole playlist. you could see what people were listening to, blah, blah blah. And so then I just kind of stuck with it. and because of that, I have like now nearly 10 years of like music and playlists and things like that um, aggregated in there, which is nice. But then I think about you guys on in the Google Play Music. Uh, app, you've had all this time to like curate and work on all these playlists and like upload. I remember back in the day when we were uploading our music to Google Play Music and now to just have it, it feels like it's just being slowly, it's like a warehouse. It's just being slowly cleared out and the warehouse just gets like bigger. The warehouse looks bigger and bigger on the inside because there are fewer and fewer things on the inside kind of thing. And so every time you walk in there, you're starting to realize like, oh, This is being wheeled down to nothing and they really want us to move to YouTube music. But like YouTube is, as we have talked about on this show, it's a cesspool of its own. It's just, it's not a safe place to go listen to music. I'm sorry. Um, The other day, for instance, I was going through the countdown of K-pop's 2019 hits of the year (laughs) And just kind of grooving and watching these expertly directed videos that just like brought me back to being um, a preteen teeny bopper, you know, watching pop stars and their flashy music video. I derived joy out of it because of my generation. And I was met with a conservative ad for why the mainstream media is painting Trump in a terrible light. And I'm just like, what is this? I was just. Watching a bunch of Korean boy bands, they all have awesome hairstyles and awesome clothes, and they're all perfectly synced and choreographed. And then this just like comes in the middle of it, and this is exactly why nobody wants to switch to YouTube Music because this is the garbage that has to like come through when I'm just trying to enjoy. And you don't, ha- you don't do. Like, I'm not enduring any of that on Spotify or folks who are on Apple Music or Title like. And so I feel really bad for what is going to happen to Google Play Music, and I think this is also very timely because we are going into the new year, and I think next year is when we're going to see the move really, we're really going to see this transition like happening full force. And yeah. um, I see more rants in your future, Andy.
0: <laughs> oh well, there there are always going to be because my personality. Well, just I not, mean, whether about or not I was this. Be able to Google Play Music.
1: About this in specific.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just this and this this is something that always deeply annoys me as a consumer of technology and as an observer of technology yeah. when a company makes a really really big change to a tool that I use or like or need. And it's very clear that this has no no upsides for me. This has nothing but downsides for me. And I know that the only reason why they're switching over to, to to YouTube Music is because they have a very valuable social map, social network inside YouTube that they feel as though they're not able to leverage and access and monetize inside Google Play Music, and that's why they want to blur these lines between. It's it'd be it'd be one thing if. All, uh, I'm sorry. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. It's. 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 It's not the. This is another hour of ranting. I'm just. I, I just. I love it when you see a tool that's optimized for its purpose and for no other purpose. Like when there's a. Uh, uh, there in my uh, in my place, it has the picture rails like all like in every room like about cuz it has these huge these huge, huge huge ceilings and about like a foot maybe 18 inches below each ceiling is this like specific kind of crown molding so that if you want to hang pictures instead of and this, this is old timey this is like goes back 100 years if you want to hang pictures instead of like banging a nail into the wall you just uh attach you you attach like a hook to a cord that ends in like another hook and you just simply hook it onto this That's rail It's so nice
1: and convenient
0: yeah, exactly it's and you can move things it's it's really really wonderful and so i went from like buying these uh like uh, purpose-made hanging systems like for the, uh, for the first couple then i realized ooh, i really like this and now i really want to put all my art up on other places to buying like this steel cord you can buy the hardware to attach to each one of them and after after uh uh you know uh, little like after cutting up my hands on these like little ends of un- of cut uh, mm-hmm. of cut uh, wire cord and crimping them together using whatever pliers i had i finally broke down and spent all of 11 dollars on a tool that's designed only for crimping together these connectors onto wire cord and it has a special cutter that makes a nice clean cut and what we're looking at is a tool that cannot be used for any other purpose than assembling these hanging these these picture hangers and it's so transformative this person is not trying to create a a a a, a compression solution for multiple users. It's like, no, this is for you and you not go with this <laughs> problem of solution. wanting to create this. And that's what I feel that happens to too many, too many pieces of software. We're, we, I've already talked to death about it on music, but we already, t- we talked about it earlier uh, when I'm looking at trying to find a good list manager to replace mm-hmm, uh, Wonderlist. Mm-hmm. Where all – what I loved about Wonderlist is that it is really just focused on creating lists of things and whatever you want to do with those things Mm -hmm. is up to you. And I'm having so much trouble finding an alternative that doesn't want to – oh, no, that's great because – if, you're, if you used to use Wunderlist, you will love our list manager because it automatically creates an appointment for every single thing that you do and creates a timeline for when you check things up. No, I don't want to schedule anything or check things off or attach it to a project. I just want to create folders of little list items, and that's it. And you could integrate it into And – I'm really not going to be integrating it into your Office suite at all. Again, I just want you to create a tool that lets me think, oh, this thing I'm seeing in front of me right now on my screen, I would like to save that to a list of things that – pieces of information that are like that. And unfortunately, I don't think that you can – <laughs> I I think these companies think that you can't get bought out by Apple or Facebook or Microsoft or Google if you create the perfect solution for one thing. You need to have the the $800 fitted tailored black T-shirt on (laughs) as the CEO as you pace and talk about how your list manager is going to change the world. (laughs) <laughs> so, this is something to something to think about. Just make one thing perfectly. Make do be proud of the fact that you make the best vanilla ice cream anybody has ever tasted and don't just think about, well, what if we threw more crap in there? <laughs> like what what kind of candy or stuff can we buy in bulk real cheap and then just throw in there? Just make me a beautiful beautiful scoop of vanilla where I'm distracted by how good it is with every spoonful.
1: Well, I appreciate that you like vanilla, Andy, you know,
0: that's it's, you know, it, that really uh, I, if I, if I'm, if I'm going to, if, if a new, if, if here, here it is, if I'm going to be having an ongoing relationship with an ice cream place, like it's that the, the really, really good, like ice cream place. That's like name, name a distance, like 10 miles, 11 miles away from your house where it's close enough that during the summer, on on uh, maybe on a whim. Couple, mm-hmm. exactly a couple times a month, I think they you know what I really kind of feel like that really good ice cream that they have over there. If I'm going to be so if I know I'm going to be working my way through the flavors, my first sample will always be like uh, just give me a scoop of vanilla because that will really raise my hopes for it's the, the rest of my relationship with mm-hmm. this. And mm-hmm. and I'm, again, I I, I love uh, rum raisin. I love the the apple pie where they actually. They actually take like an apple pie and they crumble it up and mix it in. Those are great too. I'm not saying that these those are bad things. But I'm saying that if you just know how to make a great vanilla, it's – oh. And you're making an expressions though you've never had actual apple pie ice cream before. No, oh my god. It sounds
1: like – this sounds like an East Coast thing that I've just been like left out of.
0: Yeah. I I, and- I, I don't know how – it. I think you can only do it if it's a real ice cream place that mixes its own ice cream. Okay. Because – When you're biting into it, it's not as though, oh, the crunch, crunch. Oh, look, there's a frozen chunk of like – Like cookie dough, for instance. Right. It's like, no, you just get like a bite of an actual apple pie (laughs) as you're eating this. And you're like, why did I only go for the one scoop? Why didn't I go for (laughs) the football helmet full of ice cream?
1: Wow. See, that's what you should bring to Christmas dinner. He's just bring apple pie ice cream. Uh, do we want to do a quick gimpy, gimpy yeah. bush holiday update before we head into our ad
0: we have to uh quick now we we're holding to. steady last week we were number three five and six in mm-hmm. search results on podcasts about the gimpy and gimpy bush so again we're holding steady i'm i'm actually kind of proud that we seem to be consistently over the past couple of months as newcomers come and go we are like dead in the middle of that that top 10 which i think is a very very good and stable place for us and to we have three
1: and this. we have three place
0: three Placements spots
1: there so two, th-
0: three spots in the top 10 uh two spots in the top five so we are uh, do and- we
1: do the experiment where we stop talking about it and see if we fall out but then if we do that we risk we risk just not being in standings anymore and then we lose that influencer status i
0: i i wanted to, i want to use the data visualization tools I want to see, and I want to see all kinds of different graphs about charting our progress. Can
1: we do that? Can we chart it? Like, is there is there a tool that we could use? Oh,
0: there there are all kinds. There are are not only is tools, there a tool they're, they're we all, could use. There are all kinds of APIs. Uh, uh, my friend and I think yours, uh, Jason Snell. Uh, yes. Who writes the wonderful uh, six colors like Apple blog? Mm-hmm. Uh, everyone praises him every time. There's an Apple uh, results call. Like he is just, on, he must be like working. He's got it's must true. have a team of four or five people because he puts together this really great explainer about how it works all kinds of charts and graphs. And but he actually uses these APIs that he just plugs. At this point, he just plugs like the data in, and it generates these beautiful stacked graphs and charts. And that's kind of. That maybe maybe if we ever go to a Patreon model, that will be if you pay us extra, you get to see all these beautiful charts and graphs about how, 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 how our Gimpy Gimpy Bush it does domination take time and is money. doing.
1: Yes, it does yes. take time and money to put these things together. Exactly.
0: Well, the the time and money for us to create the tool that will let us do it effortlessly. Let's say precisely. <laughs> okay, let's go to our first ad.
1: Let's do it. This episode is brought to you by Pingdom from SolarWinds. While you've been listening to this podcast, how would you know if your website had gone down? Would you know if customers couldn't click that buy now button or access your content? You might stumble across the problem by luck, but that's no good. You need a system. You need something to tell you everything is running smoothly on your site and, more importantly, when it's not. You need Pingdom. Pingdom detects around 13 million outages every month. That's more than 400,000 outages a day. Pingdom helps you keep your sites, and the sites you love, online. It doesn't matter if you're a startup or a Fortune 500 company, you need alerts about any critical website issues. They'll let you customize how you're alerted, depending on the severity of an outage, plus they'll track and analyze your website's load time, so you can see what's affecting the user experience. If you have a site of any size, you need Pingdom, and Pingdom has a no-fuss approach to getting started. All they need is the URL you want to monitor, and they'll take care of the rest. So, go to Pingdom.com slash Relay FM right now for a 14 day free trial with no credit card required. Then, when you sign up, use the code MATERIAL at checkout to get a huge 30% off your first invoice. Thanks to Pingdom from SolarWinds for their support of this show and Relay FM. Ah. Exactly. I feel like Jim should leave that in just to- <laughs> <laughs> So Reagan. Anyway, anyway, it'd, it'd, be, it'd be
0: better. It'd be better if there were that last ad were like for a beverage, saying, "Mmm, Canada Dry yes. ginger ale. Oh. It's the taste that really satisfies and settles an upset stomach."
1: Duh. I bought Dr. lavender Pepper. soda, by the way. For Christmas, just in case anybody is wondering,
0: my, my doctor says I have a phosphoric acid deficiency, and Diet Dr Pepper is the best way to restore that. Nah. balance. <laughs> That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Now, let's uh, hopefully Google has a good story for France. Uh, French regulators they've slapped a 150 million euro fine on Google for quote abusing its dominant position unquote in the d- online ad game. Okay. Five days uh,
1: before Christmas, France France is busy. If the French you know, you know French gov is busy.
0: Little 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 Abby and Nicholas Google, who were hope they you know the the, the little kids who are hoping that you know their parents would be able to afford to buy them a, one of those new uh, second hand Xbox games. <laughs> now their parents can have to say, "I'm sorry, kids, but we had the we had 150 million euros set aside to buy you that second that to buy you that stuff at GameStop, but we." Old old man French regulators came in and wanted the rent money early, so <laughs> it's going to be a very cold Christmas. We're going to, to be working in the shoe factory on Christmas Day, as usual. Uh, but, yeah, so they're, they're claiming that uh, the uh, methods used by the Google Ads platform are, quote, opaque and difficult to understand, unquote, duh, Ugh. and applied okay. in a, quote, unequal and arbitrary way, unquote, also duh. Duh. Uh, they're so they're they're also in addition to the fine, they're also ordering Google to clarify their rules and procedures for freezing accounts to avoid again quote brutal and unjustified unquote suspensions now Google did release a statement obviously they're going to be appealing this, but they are defending itself by saying that its policies are there to prevent consumers quote from exploitative and abusive ads unquote now that's significantly. Uh, The dispute began not with "Hey, these French regulators are just looking uh, looking for fights to fight." Uh, A online consulting company uh, filed a claim against Google. Uh, Their ads, all their ads, were suspended in 2015, and they claimed that "gee, after after our ads were suspended, Google was still running ads from our competitors that are very very similar to ours." So, hey, what's the deal? So it's this does seem to be a recurring theme uh, for Google. It's something we're especially hearing from uh, people who make their living from YouTube, where you haven't explained why our, uh, why uh, my videos are are kid focused content and why these other similar videos are not kid fo- mm-hmm. do not have mm-hmm. these sort of restrictions. You are punishing me for posting this copyrighted content, which is just a three second, a three second music clip used in uh, used as fair use. Meanwhile, anytime I want to see the great British baking show, I can probably find it someplace on YouTube by a crafty keyword search on great British baking show. Or
1: the Romanian equivalent of wife swap. <laughs> That's I'm what just, Flo does. I'm just
0: making a note for do a Google search for the Romanian equivalent of white. Well, blood. you
1: won't you I mean, there's no subtitles. It's it's all in Romanian, but it 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 is a it is a cultural for me it's it's just a way it's uh it's anthropology for me. It's just <laughs> like, just it's, oh, now I'm now I'm definitely because it's because it. it's I, always like the machismo <laughs> old school Romanian man who like wants his wife at home cooking versus like the new school Romanian man who's like modernized and like helps his wife out with the kids and I'm just like, oh my god. Anyway,
0: <laughs> can I, uh, but
1: can I, this can is I how I get the, Romanian TV through expertly.
0: <laughs> is, uh, so videos. from your description, I'm guessing that like the the phrase. <laughs> the man who handles a dishcloth he is not a man like appears as a regular thing
1: yes a, something akin to that absolutely it's uh it, it's actually a little heartbreaking uh, but 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 in all seriousness this yes. this is how i get um because it's it's funny i don't know okay we're not going to go off topic okay. but yes but, yeah, it's, regulations
0: yeah it's it's again it's a recurring theme that uh, maybe it's kind of inevitable when you have the volume of content that's being uh, that's being mm-hmm. produced and posted on YouTube, and the volume of ads they're being submitted to uh, the largest online digital uh, ad network ever. It's almost impossible for uh, Google to create a consistent set of rules. Just like, just like, I'm not defending them, but I'm just for just. This has just occurred to me. Kind of like how it, you can't even defend a consistent set of rules for your three children that mm-hmm. okay the reason why Harold gets to gets to like meet up with his friends and then walk home alone is because Harold's done this 10, 20, 30 times and never have I've had to get in the car and drive from like mall to mall to mall to figure out which one you decided to hang out. You and your friends decided to hang out in after you did her studying at the library, Douglas. And no, I no, I did not put in an official rule that says that if I give you permission to the library, that automatic that that specifically forbids you to go to. There doesn't have to be a okay. We're, we're taking a time out. We're taking a timeout. <laughs> we want to deescalate. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I don't know how they can solve this so that nobody can ever complain about it. However, it also given the severity of being banned from an ad network or being deplatformed from YouTube or even having a popular video demonetized the responsibility and the amount of money that google makes every single year they every single quarter they seem to have a responsibility to at least make it seem like a fair process and to uh, seem as though they even they at least understand what it is for a single content creator to have a 1.1 million view video <laughs> demonetized all of a sudden <laughs> near when 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 they're 8 or 9 or 10 year old suddenly nears braces.
1: This is going to be an interesting I think it's going to be an interesting 2020 just in terms of I know that we were talking about Google. We started talking about Google Ads uh in the beginning of this little news segment, but we kind of shifted over to talk about YouTube and I just wanted to make the comment that 2020 is going to be an interesting year because we saw a lot of a lot of different routes being taken for YouTube in 2019, and a lot of folks were really hinging on making uh, life out of what YouTube offered them, and it's just not... I feel like a lot of that is going to change going to 2020, partly because of the the idea of regulation. Um, I also think it's interesting that we are discussing this bit of news after we didn't go into this... Last week, but we did mention that Turkey was going after Google um, for its services and it's kind of like monopoly, quote unquote, uh, over the Internet. And I do think 2020 is going to be another year where we're just seeing more and more, you know, regulation pummeled at Google to just kind of try. Google's the new Microsoft. It's of the of the 2020s. It's effectively what's happening here. In my opinion, yeah,
0: (laughs) it's it's going to be really hard. Also, uh, in the list of I would love to have Susan Wojcicki's salary. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I would not like to have Susan Wojcicki's. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I would not like to have Susan Wojcicki's job. She took over as CEO of of Google early this year, uh, and she did. She really did in her opening in her inaugural address, so to speak. Basically, listed all the problems that are affecting YouTube and her. Uh, her priority is to make sure that a lot of these things are solved including how upset content creators are at uh, how they're being uh, audited and treated including the mess of uh, of uh, as you said getting ads that are you find horrible and making sure that's not disrupting your appearance the platform being used as a mechanism of hate speech it's it's such a huge, Huge bundle of problems that seems like it can only be solved by a massive restructuring. It's the uh, it's the it's the point at which you have to just almost uh, build an entire new YouTube on a brand new site, and hmm. then when it's ready to go, you flip a switch to say that everybody is going to be everybody in the YouTube office on the west is going to move to the office on the east side of the highway, and because you can't simply. Improve YouTube. They're fundamental things. They're fundamental organizational things that yep. uh, that just can't be done with the current apparatus. And it it seems like we've diverted from the original topic of uh, of uh, of abusing its ad dominance. But the remember that the central complaint of this uh, litigant was that it's uh, it's it, it, from the headline you would think it's oh well they're trying to crush out other competitors from entering the ad market it's like no they're basically saying that you're pushing us around you're treating uh, uh, our you create your customers meaning the people that are providing ads for your network you're treating us unfairly and arbitrarily and we and we feel as though you need to be held accountable for this and 150 million euro is not nothing but it's not a it's not like the fine against uh, – that the FTC levied against Facebook where it's, no, you really have to report this to shareholders and warn them there's going to be a problem when they – when that when that check for $5 billion actually gets deposited. Uh, but nonetheless, it's ongoing problems. It also uh, shows you the indication that regulators are not letting up against Google and pretty soon it's going to – uh, it's mm-hmm. they're definitely uh, us and abroad they're transitioning from huge fines and huge investigations to okay here are new laws that you must now comply with that are going to be largely if not completely incompatible with standing operating procedure. so 2020 should be interesting for google again i will i will take one tenth of any of their executives money i will not i do not want one percent of their problems uh, on a case-by-case basis let's say <sighs> well, we, but fortunately, uh, after after the next break, we're going to be talking about incredibly wealthy people and how things are going really, really well for them. So we have that to look forward to.
1: But first, this. an ad. <laughs> <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Linode. With Linode, you can instantly deploy and manage an SSD server in the Linode cloud. And you can get a server running in just seconds with your choice of Linux distro, resources, and node location. It doesn't matter if you're working on your first server or deploying a complex system, Linode is the folks to go to. They offer the fastest hardware and network with outstanding customer support if you ever need help. It's super easy to launch a Linode cloud server. And their block storage is available in Newark, Fremont, Dallas, Atlanta, Frankfurt, London, and Singapore. And soon to be released in Tokyo. Version 4 of Linode's RESTful API is out of beta and includes an officially supported Python CLI. And right now, Linode's hiring. If you want to learn more and check out what they're looking for, just go to linode.com careers. Linode has pricing options to suit everyone. Their plans start at one gig of RAM for just $5 a month, and they offer high memory plans starting with 16 gigs of RAM. And Linode has a special offer for you. As a listener of this show, you can go to linode.com slash material and use promo code material2019 to get $20 towards any Linode plan. On the one gig of RAM plan, that's four free months. And with a seven-day money-back guarantee, you will have nothing to lose. So give Linode a try today. That's leno.com slash material and promo code material2019 to learn more, sign up, and make the most of that $20 credit. Our thanks to Linode for their support of this show and all of Relay FM. So I'm really glad that you're bringing this to the table, Andy, because I didn't find out about that last Friday. It was like Friday night. I don't even know what I was doing. We're recording this on a, what is it, Tuesday? On a Tuesday. And on Friday, my husband's like... Did you hear about Sundar's uh, raise? And I'm like, what? (laughs) It's like like eight o'clock at night on Friday, and I'm just like, what? What are you talking about? Yeah, Yeah. he just got a huge bonus check, and I'm like, yeah, that did not come through my Google feeds for some reason.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, but but the the TLDR of this story is that if uh, if uh, you're on his Christmas card list. Your, your Christmas, his Christmas list, and he gave you, like, a $50 gift certificate to the Honey Baked Ham store. Ask for more. <laughs> I'm, I'm saying that, I, I mean, it's about the thought. It's about, like, the love of the gift. But I'm saying that when it hits the news that your paltry salary of $650,000 a year got raised to $2 million a year, stick with us. It gets better. Uh <laughs> I I will I will say that if if my salary like went from uh very 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 rich to oh my god why do how how, how much of this country do you actually own rich again I would feel a certain obligation to say not buy everybody a car but again, like, hey, I gave you – I got you a gift certificate to Applebee's dot, dot, dot in New York City Will you be staying in a luxury suite for one week, all expenses I w- paid. I just
1: FYI, I would love a gift certificate if anybody wants to do anything for me in New York. My favorite <laughs> thing to do is to eat at the Olive Garden in Times Square. <laughs> it is the cleanest Olive Garden, first of all. They have an amazing wine list. And how could you not want endless uh, breadsticks and salad and soup, overlooking the madness and chaos of Times Square? I'm just saying.
0: <laughs> I'm okay. Well, I'm. I'm just saying that this is this is a okay. I have to preface this as I preface to have to preface all statements like this that you don't have to defend liking what you like, and nobody should give you crap for liking what you like and doing what you do. When, mm-hmm. absolutely true. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying that I'm also the the part that I'm not saying, you know. And when I when a friend uh, talks about this with me, is that what you described is like the classic, like wish on a monkey's paw, saying that well, I don't, you know, I don't I don't want much, but gosh, if I could wish for anything, I would love to, on my vacation, go to a restaurant in in, in New York City where I could have where and all the soup and all the salad and all those like you get your wish and when it's an olive garden mwah, ha, 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 no uh, yeah
1: it's it's a really fun olive
0: garden okay no again again i have never <laughs> eaten i've never eaten at i can't remember the last time i've eaten at uh, olive garden but i've never eaten at olive garden in times square don't know what you, it's like so i can't you, not going to judge you go
1: for lunch andy just just i was see if we will get, if we will we're get to- ever in New York together again, we're gonna go do Olive Garden for lunch, and I'm gonna tell you, you're gonna, you're gonna be like, you know what, Flo? This, I'm happy you dragged me here. This is definitely, this is definitely something kitschy that we should have done a long time ago.
0: Okay, yeah, okay, that that's definitely a date. <laughs> I want, I want. It, do, it does sound like the sort of invitation you extend when you're unsure of like the depth of your friendship with somebody, and you want to make sure that you like someone as much as <laughs> – that they like you as much as you like them.
1: This was the, – I, I took my friend on a date there when I went once for a business trip, and, and she was a really great sport about it, and because of that, we're still friends, so – that's, that's how I, that's how I, that's how I gauge. I'm like, how much can you go do this incredibly basic thing with me in one of the busiest spots of the world? <laughs> that's just- no, we, we,
0: we all do that. There's a, I've, uh, <laughs> I have a really, really, really good friend in the Baltimore area and uh, I would arranged a visit for a long, long time. So, oh, so what do, you want, what do you want to do while you're here? Was going to be there for like three or four days? So, oh, well, actually, Baltimore Comic Con. Is that weekend? If you want to stop in for a day, and because her social software is completely on point, she is almost exactly my example mm-hmm, of mm-hmm. like how would she handle this situation? And I said, "Well, it's not. It's not something. It's not something that I would have thought of. Uh, that I would be particularly in, But if you want to go, we should, it'd be fun to go together." communicating that no it's not number one on my list however the point of hanging out together is enjoying hanging out together so if you want to go i will have fun just being there with you Mm -hmm. which was not oh my god so again that was so i will say that i've I've, that would that would be my hey let's go to the (laughs) olive garden in new york city in a non-ironic fashion Okay, now back back all to right. Sirupachai. Chai. So now, now, that, now that we've ministered Who will the, the local, hopefully buy me
1: all I can eat breadsticks, <laughs> soup and salad. Oh,
0: I think it's I, he, he, can buy buy rest, of, he can buy all he can buy Garden, not just me. all the breadsticks he wants. Uh, yes. So yes, he. So uh, if to refresh your your memory, uh, he did got uh, he did get a title bump. Recently, mm-hmm. to CEO mm-hmm. of all of Alphabet, not just uh, not just Google, mm-hmm. uh, and apparently it was a, it wasn't just a hey, let's keep him here. Maybe we can satisfy him by just giving him a phony baloney title like CEO of the entire umbrella organization. Because, as as you know, the salary of a CEO at this level is peanuts. The real pay is what you are getting in <laughs> stock. So,
1: salary of CEOs okay.
0: Yeah. Sorry. He doesn't he, he's not hourly.
1: Again, Andy <laughs> he, and I are just he, he, Well, I don't know about Andy, but for me I'm just barely holding on to the middle class here. So it's like <laughs> Sorry. Anyway.
0: And every and every Monday morning I check to see where where the bottom of that scale is. Say, okay, still in there.
1: Yeah. Yeah, especially in the Bay Area and and I live in the outskirts. I mean, Sundar is in the middle of where I mean, I'm assuming he lives where I think he does. He's probably on a on a know. floating
0: platform <laughs> that, that moves surrounded from county by to, trees county and, to county depending yes. on what the tax laws are at any given moment yes. are. Yes. Uh, so okay, so uh, two, so now he's getting two million a year up for six hundred fifty thousand uh, dollars. Now, but however, uh, he's granted stock awards of forty five million dollars. Uh, from 2020 to 2021, another $45 million in stock for 2020 through 2022. He's also going to be receiving $120 million in stock in quarterly increments, plus an additional $30 million kind of as a signing bonus. Uh, thanks for showing up to sign the contract uh, for a grand total of $240 million uh, plus salary this is of course based on performance if he if he manages to run google into the ground over the next three years he might get something less than that um, and so if you're if you're drunk enough to be <laughs> <laughs> have to accept that nine to five google uh, ha- it reports that uh sundar pikachai's uh, previous net worth was 600 million dollars so he already he already was more than half a billionaire now he's closer to a billionaire status. So mm-hmm. if that was his goal, if that was gnawing at him, if that was eating a bump alive, that was keeping him going. He's a closer. He's closer to Oprah territory, uh, in in our hearts and minds.
1: Mm. Well, it'll be. Uh, it'll be. Uh. Well, it's that's yeah, the, that's, and, that's that's how you make money, by the way, in Silicon Valley is through all those stock options. It's not the salary. It's yeah. I how mean, much when, stock can you get?
0: yeah and all this when during the I don't know whether it was the first or the second bubble where I was getting offers from uh, friends of mine were leaving journalism left and right to like join or start startups and making me all kinds of incredibly generous offers like, well, we can't pay you any money for what you'll be doing, but you'll be you'll be vested in five years and then at which point I have to see i, I will i will uh, if you're a friend. Uh, And I really, really like you and I want you to succeed. It might give me pleasure to work, just work for you just for nothing. However, Mm -hmm. if you're paying me and you're paying me in stock, now I need to stop treating you like a friend and look at your prospectus and say that "Mm, this business is not going to work out. (laughs) You come again, unless you've got a really good play for being bought out in about a year. You're not gonna you're not gonna run this company for more than a year if you get it launched at all, not with the money yeah. that you have got. Uh, but yeah, so it's but it does. It, I, I don't think it's uh, uh, I, I don't think it's jealousy <laughs> to, that does make you think when you see those kinds of eye watering numbers that this is yeah not that not that his net worth is forty five million, not that his net worth is two hundred forty million dollars, but no, that's new money he's getting in on top of the six hundred million dollars he has. It really is an eye-watering amount of money and it really does make you think about the entire system that how can one person be so valuable to be worth that kind of wealth uh, being paid by a company, a company that once again is not having a great time uh, uh, keeping its employees happy, that's having – that can't even let me play a damn playlist – without having to upload <laughs> music that it already has the license to what i'm what i'm saying is that it's i'm not I, i'm i really am of two minds of this where it's i i don't think that you should begrudge somebody for uh, being very very wealthy if mm-hmm. i were offered uh, if if i were offered $800,000 per column or per appearance on <laughs> on public radio i would take the hell out of that offer being paid $800,000 a week and i wouldn't question it so I'm not. Mm-hmm. So I'm not mm-hmm. saying that. You know what? I would say, hey, all it's got. Co- I want you to be re- recompensed for my community rail fare, and for lunch, and whatever the hourly minimum right. wage is, whatever whatever warehouse worker is being paid in the Boston area. I would not do that. I would take, 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 take that money. But it does really, and, and every time that you're confronted with that graph of income uh, and wealth disparity over the past 100 years and how it was uh, the wealthiest and the median wealth and the poverty level have been equally – they've all been rising and pretty much in tandem. It's always been like a a horse race where one, two, and three don't come in with – all come in within a certain fraction of a second or full second of each other. Whereas now it's, here is one person on a jet bike. The second person is on a regular bicycle. The third person has to crawl. That's where the charts are going. And when you see this kind of executive compensation, Mm-hmm. Admittedly, for one of the most valuable companies in in the world, admittedly for someone who has a good track or track record of uh, not the company doesn't have a record of revolving CEOs like the last years of, of Apple. This is you can actually see the inflection point in what uh, Google was able to achieve before Sundar and after Sundar. So he adds, he adds considerable value. But it, you start to wonder at what point does it become almost a little bit shameful. That the company is not saying is not able to at the same time announcing to shareholders that they're paying this amount of money uh, to retain Sundar's services, but also saying at the same time we're also putting 50, we're adding fifty million dollars to the employee healthcare plan. We are bringing it. We are now taking we're we are now using eighty million dollars to assist the goal of reducing our use of contractors to twenty percent, whereas now it's slightly more than fifty percent. You start to run out of excuses as a company for doing nasty, ill-advised, or ill-advised, or just insensitive things to the people who help you to make that kind of profits. That's all I'm saying.
1: I feel like that's a good segue into yeah. <laughs> the next piece. Yes. Um. So yeah.
0: So we could say the well, but 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 Andy. What about the, the, the how about philanthropy? Like, what if we what if these 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 half a billionaires are get are putting money into charities and, pro, and do charitable works and nonprofits? Okay, well, Recode <laughs> wanted to pop that little bubble for you a couple of weeks ago uh, with a story entitled uh, "The The Headline Was Google's Larry Page Gave Four Hundred Million Dollars in Christmas Donations, Not a Penny Went Straight to Charity." Subhead. How Silicon Valley billionaires skirt charity rules each holiday season.
1: I mean ba,
0: la 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 la. la.
1: We knew that, right?
0: <laughs> well, we suspected it. We just didn't yeah, we have
1: suspected to... it, right?
0: <laughs> we were just hoping it was, you know, a little bit sneakier than this. So, uh, they they it's a common practice and they're using uh, Larry Page as an example here. Uh, to Mm -hmm. engage in what Recode terms philanthropic sleight of hand. Uh, As uh, uh, Larry Page has a uh, foundation called the Carl Carl Victor Page Memorial Foundation with an $8 billion endowment. Uh, There are rules, uh, however, about how a foundation has to operate, that a foundation has to disperse at least 5% of their assets by the end of each year. And so that's why you often hear news of, oh, here's someone's Abner Q. Pennybags has donated two hundred million dollars to the whatever, whatever, to, to to charity this holiday season, and it's not about erasing student loan debt, and it's not about being medical services, what they do to make sure that they fall, that they uh, get within this 5% guideline is that they make these donations to other foundations uh, in the form of uh, DAFs or donor advised funds, uh, mm. where th- this is sort of like a holding tank for charitable donations that they don't specifically run, but they can have like a really, really imp- uh, powerful say in how the, this these funds are dispersed. Uh, so, but the, the, the key is that, Uh, whereas, uh, when you, when your foundation donates to a specific cause or a specific group, you have to disclose that that's part of your, how you stay on the up and up. Uh, if you're giving it to one of, uh, these DAFs, you can just simply say, well, here is this DAF or here's this charitable foundation that we donated the money to after that, it becomes invisible. And that foundation can then park that money indefinitely. Meaning forever. There's no five percent limit on uh, how they how they work. Uh, Recode uh, did look at public records for 2017 for uh, the Carl Victor Page Memorial Foundation. Uh, okay. I'm gonna I'm going to list now. I I know that we're 51 minutes at least into this podcast, but I'm going to list item by item every single one of the uh, donations that this foundation made in 2017 uh, from its eight billion dollar endowment. $1000 one and 3 zeros $1000 000 to the American Cancer Society
1: okay, okay. that's
0: that's, that, that's about how much of... you should be spending on like your if your neighbor's kid comes to your house on the Girl Scout cookie drive that's if you want to be Mr. Big Shot, you buy a thousand dollars worth of cookies, and donate it. Just, say, okay, thousand okay. dollars right. yes. American Cancer Society, uh, one hundred thousand dollars to the new venture fund, which is a fund that backs uh, just was described as quote left of center causes unquote. Good news here: eight hundred thousand dollars for free flu shots to students in Oakland. That's the sort of stuff that uh, the layperson, such as me, likes to see. Say, oh, wow, that's a signif- significant amount of money for a very important uh, sort of thing. And that's it. Uh, 99.5% of its entire charitable giving was to DAFs. Uh, The other items remaining are $100 million to the National Philanthropic Trust and $80 million to Schwab Charitable. And these are uh, DAFs that are set up as financial institutions for exactly this sort of purpose where if you're a a wealthy, wealthy person and you want to – you need to get uh, get above that 5% limit – but you don't necessarily want to buy hundred million dollars in Girl Scout cookies, or help solve the housing price crisis in in two or three communities.
1: Also, only a thousand dollars to the American Cancer Society. Oh god, like god! Thank you. The, people's bills for ugh, people's yep. bills are thirty times that. Like people get three hundred thousand people go into debt to get to in this country for being sick. And like imagine Larry Page just being able to like help somebody. you know what I mean <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, I mean I,
0: I I hope I'm not being naive here but when, when I have the uh, my, my rule for lotteries is that once the jackpot uh, is high enough that it can be credibly expressed as a fraction of a billion dollars, okay, I'm in for a two dollar ticket, one two dollar ticket quick picks and th- because it's not a waste of money because it allows me f- it's fun for 2 or 3 days to think there is now a non-zero chance that on by Wednesday yes, night yes, yes. I will have 700 million dollars and part of the fantasy is wouldn't it be great to just every time I'm on reddit every time I'm reading the local news every time whatever and I'm seeing that oh well this church or this uh, this this food bank uh, they got broken into and so they had like $20,000 worth of uh, food like just stolen and here we are, like right close to winter. They'd been stockpiling this for because this is usually the big push. Wouldn't it be great to simply say twenty thousand? Here's forty thousand. Done, and then also put that on the list for the regular. Okay, you're not going to get like, but the the ability to say, oh, someone is there. One of my favorite creators or favorite uh, favorite artists. Not even someone I necessarily know is doing a GoFundMe because they are one hundred ten thousand dollars in debt for medical treatment, and they're going to need another eighty thousand dollars in therapy. One hundred eighty thousand sh- dollars done you imagine having imagine having the ability to simply solve what would otherwise be an absolutely unsolvable and crushing problem for someone like that
1: and the bay area is surrounded by so many rural area like rural ish areas. And like, once you get out of the really metropolitan areas, which is kind of what I refer to as Silicon Valley, like there are a lot of places, like I can think off the top of my head, a very specific place near where I live. It's about eight minutes away that could use like $10,000 to just like fix up the building. Like the building is all patched up and the windows are broken and, but every Friday they give out free food, to uh the unhoused they do clothing donations week week round you can go and like drop off gently used clothing and they'll like hand it out to to folks who are unhoused like so it goes directly to you know exactly like it is going exactly to people who need it versus going into some venture fund yeah some charity venture fund because that's effectively what a daf sounds like to me yeah it's just I- like well this is where you know this would be the most tax deductible uh A charity donation that you could do and then you find out all your money went to the Susan B. Komen Foundation. Well we know it.
0: Yeah. Or or worse that well the thing uh... the reason why we pay our director two hundred and eighty thousand dollars a year is that she has the connections that bring the rest of the money Yeah, but 280 Uh, and i i i hope i don't again i hope i don't sound like just some naive hippie who's being judgmental about i can i i could be donating more money to causes than i do uh so i'm not saying that everybody should rip their shirts open and give it to Yeah, but we're down
1: here we're like true
0: yeah yeah but you know i i I don't i don't like to be that judgmental also we make a
1: tiny fraction of this right right
0: but 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 that's what i'm saying like when i uh It really, it really. I, I, I promise you that when I,
1: and yet I still try and give anyway.
0: um, When, when I'm, um, i I hope I'm just trying to explain where my emotions are coming from. That, again, and I'm, I'm not joking, but I do buy that ticket. I'm spending a couple days thinking about, wow, what would I after the year or two of absolute hell (laughs) to make sure that like every single putative third cousin is not like a hitting me up for well, i thought that everybody was getting was was going to be getting a lamborghini and then suing me for the lamborghini that they're going to say that i promised to give them if i ever won the lottery or so on. well i you know we he you think that he came up with that two dollars on of his own no no we have a pool where everyone donates like 50 cents so i need so that would be hell for a couple of years so i would you would probably not see me or, or again i would probably be podcasting for and and publishing from a different location every single week but after that my fantasies aren't about having cars and a huge house because at some point your house is big enough you have a nice enough car you have you you have what you need and then what you need to be absolute to fulfill every dream you possibly could have and but what i really am fantasizing about is Again, uh, every, uh, it would my rule would be that every food bank within a hundred mile radius of me is taken care of to some extent. It would be I, I would start at least smoking. make
1: sure they have windows on the building, you know, right, and right, like the, it, there isn't rot, like there isn't dry rot. Yeah, it's about to but, make this place crush on itself. Yeah, uh, it just.
0: When, and, I, and I'm talking about that not because I'm a saintly person, but because that's how that's what would be the most fun about my mm. about having that kind of money. It would be. I've I would start small. It would be I, I would I would imagine it would I I've thought this out. There there'd be a foundation, uh, I, there would not be like big publicity. Oh, look, the Greater mm. New England Food Bank has been given $500,000. It would be cuz I want people to still contribute. I want them still be uh, be a community thing, and i would i would basically be the foundation would say guess what uh we're now i'm now uh offering you and I would keep adding to the list as we go on matching donation funds where quietly you're not getting less than we you you're kind enough to open your books to me you're gonna get no less than however mm-hmm, however mm-hmm. much it takes to get you uh, get get you in the black, however, I will be adjusting the factor of donations up or down as, as I keep adding more people in, but I want you to make sure that if someone that a people know that this resource exists, I don't want anybody to needs food to not have food in this community. And what an amazingly direct way to use your money to help people that someone who can't feed three kids, they can feed their three kids OK, if they have to take and if they want to take in a kid, if there's an, a, an extended family member that needs a better home, but you don't know how you can afford to take them in, take them in. There will be food for them anyway. It just it baffles me that that people would a hundred a thousand dollars, the American Cancer Society and then $100 a hundred million dollars plus eighty million dollars to a thousand Sorry. bucks anyway it just it disappoints me and this is another this is another reason why uh it beca- it starts to rankle when you hear about the top level of executive compensation it starts to rankle when you see that graph where the upper 1% the upper the the, the most wealthy individuals gets farther and farther further and further and further away from whoever is next on that chart it just rankles It's anyway.
1: Thank you all for listening to the Material Podcast every week. Because (laughs) it's (laughs)
0: It's,
1: you know what. (laughs) Listen, somebody. We we gotta. We this is what we do. We use this stuff. We we give money to these companies. We build our lives around their ecosystems, and um, it's always curious-making to see what the people behind the scenes are doing with the money that we're effectively putting into their pockets. So uh, I feel like that is a good segue to have money put in our pockets because, again, (laughs) we're down here, and Andy and I have- I will button
0: button this with just one last statement, just that there there are companies that are barely holding on that are profitable but not doing really, really great – and then when there is uh, when there is an attempt to unionize and they say, look, we can't – we'll have to fire so many people if we unionize. We'll, we'll have to fire so many people if we have to make these contractors employees that we just can't – we don't think we can survive more than two years. Then you sort of listen to those complaints. It's when, again, you have these kind of profits. You're paying your top people this amount of money. You start to say there there is a reason you're not doing this, and it has nothing to do with your inability to absorb the cost. But again, let's <laughs> we will move on to the uplifting final act. Uh, and now,
1: and th- now, a word th- from our sponsor: <laughs> yes.
0: There's there's porn involved. I will say you will yes. you will enjoy this. There's porn involved <laughs> after this.
1: This episode of material is brought to you by Kensington, the people who make universal docking stations that are designed to increase productivity. It's so easy to use. You can get access to more ports and make your sleek MacBook, Chromebook, or other laptop as powerful as a desktop. It's plug and play with no drivers, so you can enjoy up to dual 4K displays with HDMI and DisplayLink video connectors, plus USB 3.0, USB-C, and Thunderbolt 3 with power delivery available. The Kensington engineering team has three decades of experience in high-volume manufacturing of hardware IT products, plus rigorous test cycles and quality control, meaning all their products are tested above industry standards. If you're an IT decision maker looking to find the right docking solutions for your organization, check Kensington's Pro Concierge program and test drive a docking solution today. Visit kensington.com/material right now to check out Kensington. That's kensington.com/material to learn more. Our thanks to Kensington for their support of this show and all of Relay FM. I am so happy that you put this in here. I think this is a great way to end um, the conversation that we just had, or I suppose to to come away from it. Uh, please, Andy, if you – I mean <laughs>
0: – Yes. So uh, uh, Google decided to stop uh, releasing Android platform distribution statistics uh, early this year. I think the last time they did that was in May. They used to do that roughly every quarter to uh, yeah, it release it just statistics- kind of
1: trickled off.
0: Yeah, because well, because I think they were tired of getting crap like from Tim Cook during the Apple keynotes about saying and he's going to give
1: you crap anyway. To, uh, you strange. know what? Give Tim Apple some crap. Okay, he's we've got <laughs> plenty of things anyway.
0: Like, like who? Anyway, yes, <laughs> we're about to turn this into the political discussion. I was about yeah, to I know. I know. We welcome but, to yeah, so, podcast. But yeah, so because uh, the statistics, they don't, they they they're useful to a point. Of what? How? Uh, here are how many people are. Uh, who? Here are the number of installed uh, Android users, and here's what version of Android they're running. It doesn't tell the same story as the iOS story tells. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. it's hard to boast that. It's hard. To, it, it, you need to explain why. Okay, only to the latest OS has been around for two months, and only two percent of the installed Android base is actually using it, versus about sixty percent of Apple users are using the, the the version of iOS that came out two months ago it's not it's not it's apples and oranges it really is totally different given how the operating system is distributed not just in terms of an annual update but also updates to the play store some devices really aren't designed to be phones they're designed to be other things blah 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 and so maybe that's why they, just, they stopped doing it uh but there is there is a, a, a an alternative here uh, that i think it was android police that pointed it out i don't know if they have Instigated it, or if they were uh, just simply repeating other information, but it wasn't my idea. It's damn clever, though. Pornhub, however, does release annual statistics of what op- what co- what operating systems the devices used to access this video service are using, and uh, the its problem using this as a data source is problematic from a from a demographic point of view. Uh, I I think. Oh? I would guess. I have not looked at the demographics for Pornhub. I'm guessing that's not all individuals. Uh, how? But however, it is a, a cons- it is a large it is a large data set uh, that affects global use. So it's not useless. Let's say. Uh, yes, so-
1: and and I do I do want to preface by saying as much as. Pornhub has done a lot for itself as being this kind of like technology first <laughs> porn site, uh, you know, and and I you know I'm we um uh we are very what's the word um we we're very comfortable here with sexuality and things yes. on the material podcast, uh, but there are problematic. Things on that are advertised and shown on Pornhub, absolutely, as throughout the industry. But they also are very good about statistics. <laughs> so right. when Google isn't providing us with platform specific exactly. well, numbers,
0: yeah, because well, also, you know, <laughs> if if you want to get some idea of uh, of how. Uh, um, every see the thing is you, you get a case of the giggles and you choose every single word carefully when i'm saying i was about to use one word that in context would seem like a bad joke so i'm not going to use that word when you're talking about uh what how quickly uh, a new release of android is actually being downloaded and used and uh and being uh, being used in the field uh you have to the if and if uh, Google itself is not going to release those statistics, you need to find a huge, huge service of some kind uh, that is has a broad international appeal. Uh, and Facebook doesn't provide those numbers. Wikipedia doesn't uh, doesn't provide those numbers. None of the Google services obviously are providing those numbers. So again, it's an interesting, and it's also the, also the fact that these numbers are fairly consistent with what. Uh, the official Android platform distribution tends to say. Uh, so, And the- it's
1: not just men, by the way. Exactly. I just no. want to put that out there because if you mention Poor Hub <laughs> on some of my girlfriends, we're like, oh, yeah, Poor Hub. Listen, it's, it's, it exists. It exists. Anyway, just go ahead, Andy. Oh, were we supposed to do a caveat like we did on last week's show about Santa, except instead of Santa, we have to say if your children are in the car. <laughs>
0: Oh well, I don't.
1: I'll put it in the description. Put in the description. I
0: don't think there needs to be. I
1: know. I, but I'm avoiding getting not... an explicit rating this far. So. Again, I'm,
0: again, not only am I not making any jokes, would be which which would be juvenile. B- b- besides, I'm also again avoiding words. Like I will say it after the show to tell you what, what exactly the word that I always use when you're talking about this sort of uh, – this, this, this these sort of metrics yes. but can't use here. Uh, but yeah, so it's, uh, it's uh, pretty consistent. Uh, essentially, it's the same number. This is the uh, statistics for the entire calendar year of 2019, the calendar year uh, in which uh, the latest version, uh, Android 10 – Mm. Uh, has only been mm. out for a couple of months, uh, so uh, the the number one is at is Android Pie at forty percent. The previous version of uh, of, uh, mm. of Android, and then it really does break down by year for year for year. Oreo twenty three percent, nougat twelve percent, uh, lollipop five percent, and now unfortunately, so now we see Android Q, uh, Android ten at two percent. So lollipop, you're talking about these uh, lollipop and nougat you pretty much talk about these blister pack phones uh or really really low powered phones that can't run anything modern and aren't new enough to run google one uh Kat is below that at 1% and jelly bean at 1% and we really got to talk about like ancient 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 history uh, at that point, which is, but that's all pretty consistent. We we we're used to seeing the number one ranking being whatever was the previous year's installation, and then these it starts to creep up and up and up as we go. Uh, and also talking talking once again about how you have to interpret these numbers correctly. Functionally speaking, the last three years worth of uh, of Android are functionally on the same footing as the latest version of uh, of of ios Mm. Hmm. Uh, at least at least that's my opinion where if if you turn if you look about what is the late what is the oldest version of android that would feel like an incredibly different experience in your hand uh, particularly when you're talking about a Samsung phone where they put they uh, they reskin it they they ad- adapt it into whatever they want it to go they add their own launcher or whatever uh, and usually that's I think that's always true for the uh last two versions usually true for the last three so I don't think that's all that bad uh because uh, that would be uh so that would be 83 percent plus lollipop. Uh, iOS 13, uh, statistics, uh, is 70 uh, adoption. That's the current version is 71%. Uh, 24% are running the late, the last version, 11%, uh, 3% of are running iOS 11. Um, uh, and that's, that, that's no surprise because the night it's nice to have, it's nice to have everybody running, uh, essentially a pixel phone where as soon as the new version gets released, mm-hmm. you get the new version, um, Android 10, uh, that's good. I mean good news. Android ten is arriving on the uh, now is available on pretty much all of the Samsung Galaxy tens. Uh, all the different uh, distributors have have it and now have now released it as of today. I think, um, it's available on the ten on on the Note ten. So. Samsung is by far the largest maker of Android phones. Other makers are also falling in behind. Right. So hopefully that means that all the efforts that Google has been making and the Android team has been making to make sure that it's a lot easier for manufacturers and carriers to update, uh, do whatever they have to do to the 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 uh, the Google branded release to make it work on their phones. It seems to be working because I uh, it wasn't that long ago, maybe only three or four years ago, where you'd buy a phone and... You're, the question is am i going to get the next version of android at all oh, let that, alone yeah. within the same calendar year
1: yeah that was that was definitely i mean it still exists in some sort of form but it's not as much as it used to be and it definitely like wasn't the new Motorola Razor, the foldable one that's coming out it's like a supposedly not having it's not going to have the latest version of Android like there's all these we're still going to see a lot of this in 2020 yeah. and we're probably going to continue to rely on Pornhub for these numbers because I don't know if Google's going to update those platform numbers anymore
0: yeah it's is it is it to their advantage to do so it's it's sad that they're not because these were still interesting. It should figures. be
1: because it's for developers. It's exactly. in, in the developer portal so that developers know who to uh who develop for. but I guess with the way that Android is being pieced together now where it can be individually updated in quote unquote slices, things like that. yeah, um, I feel like it's becoming l- maybe. The idea is that Google doesn't want it to be such a concern the way that it would be for an iOS developer. Yeah, you know. So, again, a thing to look forward to in 2020, probably stuff that we'll hear about at Google I/O 2020.
0: Yep. And so, mm. yes, that's a. It's it's this is our last show of uh, of the year 2019
1: and the decade
0: and the decade and I I. I can I don't know I I if we really want to talk about the decade in Google or the year in Google let's we'll do it let's do it next week it's like it's I agree. Every because uh, I, I it it would be a good use of our time, like between uh between Christmas and New Year's, yeah. As we're just sort of looking for reasons not to get out of the house. It's ten years. That's a long. It's it's uh, I'm I've been asked this question a few times. I've had to talk about it a few times, and I keep coming back to like the Raspberry Pi, <laughs> as far as like the most important thing from like, for the past decade. Mm. But even so, it's like. Yeah, but do I want to talk about eleven of the So we'll talk about later. I thought that, but I thought that if we want to close out the year, uh, it is like we've been kind of talking about. It it is going to be an interesting year, 2020. So if we want to close out, to spend a few minutes just talking about what our hopes and dreams are, maybe the more practical. Our where our my my hopes and dreams are that Google will treat its employees fairly and make its Mm. content give content creators uh, and YouTube users a safe. A non, non-volatile non platform that aids in the furtherment of society and culture as opposed to help burn it down to the ground. Uh, I agree. But maybe practical <laughs> practical hopes and dreams are easier to quantify. I'm, I'm hoping and dreaming that we'll finally see that Google Photos uh, filter that will remove chain link fences between the camera and Keep the dreaming. subject that we saw two or three years ago.
1: It's going to be five years in 2020 since they five announced
0: years, that. Yeah. And that was such <laughs> Just, a good demo. There were like gasps. Not
1: I know. Not not only we're from like,
0: like the the VIPs, but also from like the ink stained wretches and the developers in the room.
1: They were no wait. This was at <clears throat> this was at the first year that was in Mountain View, and so the developers were out in the lawn seats in the uh, sun. There you go, getting sunburned. Sorry. That I know how much that sucks. Uh, <laughs> I have been in those lawn seats for several concerts. Um, gosh, hopes and fe- I agree with you, Andy. I definitely want to see some movement from Google in terms of just. God, wouldn't it be just super cool in the political environment that we're dealing with now in the U.S. to have like one of the biggest tech companies be like, "All right, you guys want to unionize? Have fun." Go do your thing. We'll be here. We'll we'll let us know. Yeah, we'll give you. We'll we'll still we'll still we feel as
0: though we'll survive.
1: Yeah, we'll still provide you with snacks and free lunch. Like you know what I mean. Like that. Although having
0: having to wear those little beanies during your orientation, that's a deal breaker. That is not on the table for negotiations.
1: (laughs) Yeah, you you still got to wear little spinny hats. Yes. Um, I mean that would just be revolutionary. I think for the tech industry, like that would just not just for the tech industry, but just for, for business in America, like to have that happen. I also think it would be, I also agree with Andy just to see like YouTube get a major overhaul. We got to do something about if you want to make it a safe platform for creators, but also a safe platform for viewers, you know, um, there's, there's gotta be something you can do. Uh, there has to be, you can't tell me that you don't have the money to pull into research and development and figure out like what it is that you can do. I also would like to just see a little more streamlining of the hardware, which I think we kind of see, we kind of saw that happen with the made by Google event in October. I would like to see a little more, I don't want to say innovation. Innovation. But I would just, you know, it'd be nice to see Google get a little more traction and its hardware division and just yeah. like really, really turn some heads instead of having Google hardware be like, buy one, get one free kind of thing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Because I feel like that's what it what it is down to. But at the same time, I guess if you're competing with Amazon and what Amazon is doing with its devices, it makes sense that Google would go that route and be like Here you go.
0: Saturation bombing neighborhoods with Google Nest Minis.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Well, just please don't use law enforcement to do that. Just do it independently of law enforcement, please. Uh, (laughs) But, well, because that's like the number one comment that I've heard in the last couple of weeks is like, oh, I bought this thing for my mom and I, or my parent or my cousin or whatever, and I got a free Google or a free Nest Mini, you know? And so I'm like-
0: Again, they're they're the America Online CD of of speakers. They're oh,
1: like, that is a great that's a great way it's, of putting it's it. Hard, it's
0: hard to it's hard to avoid getting one for free,
1: but they're much more useful, I will say, absolutely than say an America so. Online CD. Yeah,
0: I, and I will I will say in terms of hopes uh it's uh in terms of like more like things i'm looking forward to as opposed to Mm -hmm. like more abstract things i'm really looking forward to uh where the google assistant continues to go because i I felt as though like when i was uh, reviewing the um when i was reviewing the new pixel um a lot of a lot of people gave it really middling reviews a lot of people uh, slammed it particularly for its battery life which i think is not bad, but not good. I think you complain that it's not really, really good, but it's also not bad. So people are getting the impression that you're going to have to like attach a hand. It should come with a hand crank, so you can just keep no. it a generator. Yeah, it's no, no, not... no. Uh, especially when compared to the battery life of of like the i the, the iPhone 11 XL. Um, but what and but the thing is, what delighted me about it was the level of it felt as though uh, it had crossed a certain threshold of integrating the assistant across the entire phone experience. Where year after year after year, it's okay, new phone. Okay, let's test the camera. Okay, how's how fast is the screen scroll? Okay, let's run this benchmark test. Is there a phone jack? Is there a headphone jack? No, God. Okay, fine. There is no phone phone jack. And now we're getting an
1: explicit rating. Uh, Thank you, Andy. Uh.
0: Thank you, thank you, Santa, for flying overhead. Just as I said, a slightly, slightly, slightly naughty word there. Uh, but yeah, uh, but what really it was, it was a fresh experience using the the new Pixel phone because it really did it. It instead of feeling like I'm using the assistant versus I'm using the rest of the phone, integration has always been very, very good. But this is the first version of the Pixel phone or the first version of an Android phone where it really felt to me as though this was deeply 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 embedded throughout embroidered throughout the entire experience where there wasn't a single part of the experience where it wasn't on my mind that I could have the assistant uh, help me out mm-hmm. here either simply because it was so close at hand by just squeezing the uh, squeezing the phone or just swiping mm-hmm. up or because it was discreetly saying I'm here if you, I'm here if you want to help me I know you're talking about restaurants and I hope I'm not interrupting by mentioning that here's the tap the tap right here to get a list of restaurants in the area or a list of timetables, but I'm here if you need me. Uh, And when (laughs) I'm I'm looking forward to uh, two, I'm looking forward to two things about the new Pixel Buds next year, Uh, apart from it being actually good, as opposed to the previous version of the wireless Pixel Buds. But I'm looking forward to two things. Number one, every single review dismissing it entirely because it doesn't have it doesn't have noise cancellation built in like the like the airpods but also the idea of enjoying them and using them as an audio only version of google glass just having this one discrete earbud in my in my ear at all times and as I'm doing shopping or as I'm taking my walk, if I want, oh, I just had an I, because What happens? My one of the reasons if I take my regular constitutionals, and that's another thing I'm looking forward to in 2020, being off these crutches and being able to take these three and four mile walks at will, as opposed to, oh, but that's my problem, not your problem. Uh, but mm-hmm. the reason why I, t- I take these walks, apart from my health, is also there are a lot of uh, pennies that inside my head that don't drop until i get away from the keyboard i get away from my research and i'm just walking around and suddenly realize oh that's exactly the way to explain that or okay now i know who i should call about this and the ability to what i loved about google glass was the ability to simply tap without even like using the Mm -hmm. the hot word just it was became reflexive to tap on the side of the frames and say take a note and we'll automatically go to evernote and then i'm just minimum disruption i don't have to look at anything i don't have to wake anything i don't have to unlock anything i will love having that kind of assistant assistance in my ear at all times when i feel like it's appropriate just being able to tap or swipe and just simply get things down get information find out every time i'm watching like a a english-made youtuber talk about how (laughs) heavy a certain thing is to find out how much is that in american (laughs) <laughs> wouldn't, that, wouldn't that be great to have Google Assistant working like uh, on on Android TV like that? That just since, since I know since they're they're oh, Android? about how about Android good, TV. how well it can do like spoken text to like automatic uh, translation of uh, stuff like that. Say okay, look, Android TV. Every time you hear an expression in meters or grams, please just put a caption saying that's that's eight point one pounds in American. And I want you to say in American to remind me that I'm being ignorant here, that it's not their fault for using the standard of measure that everybody in the world uses.
1: Uh, I will add to that and say I'm really looking forward to the assistant growing in the household because before we started this podcast, um, you know, it's the day before Christmas. I'm still getting some last minute packages. I'm really Sorry for being that person, but I'm still getting some last minute packages delivered again. I have been very injured for the last week. So I haven't don't, been able to like, go to the store. I will,
0: I will, I will tell you that last night I just, I, I was at the, like, the the Walgreens in the neighborhood to pick up like a, a couple of things. And I saw someone with a huge, huge shopping basket, shopping cart full of like toys and things that were clearly oh, I like saw last week. Yes. I, I wasn't, people thought I was judging. I was not judging. I was just, I was, I, I literally was just sharing a data point that there it is instead of instead of getting a hey here's 10 rolls of Tums anti-acids Congratulations, happy Christmas it's like oh actually a really cool plushy huge 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 plushy doll and oh look and here's like actually some uh, like a electric razor that I probably would have bought for myself kind some of-,
1: of my best gifts have come from the oh, drugstore exactly. by the and way a and lava and lamp behind me like, yeah. yeah
0: and I and I and I also said that I uh, said look if someone if someone decided that their their Christmas gift to me was they went to a Walgreens and they bought one of each candy bar that they have so that, yes, I like a, like a good Snickers, I like a good Hershey car, but wow, a it. I don't even know what that is. Hey, oh, wow, I did, love
1: those. Oh, those are so good. Exactly.
0: It costs like 20 or $30, but that, would be, that is like one of the most interesting and coolest gifts I've ever gotten. And now I have to try to make them last until New Year's. Mm-hmm. So no no <laughs> judging. If you if you have it's That's not funny. it's not about where you buy the gift, it's about thinking about the recipient and thinking about how much joy you can provide it. Well,
1: I meant to say I feel bad for making FedEx and UPS come oh, by right. my okay, but sorry. anyway. Regardless, uh it, right before my little doorbell did its my nest hello doorbell did its little uh Christmas jingle, which by the way, it's different every time they ring the doorbell. It's a slightly different if you do the Christmas theme, it's slightly different every time, which I kinda love because it just makes the whole house like because I have all these smart displays and smart speakers like the and um the ringer doesn't work in this new house for whatever reason. We have just this medley of music playing like in every room, and I kinda love it. And I was over here and I got to the assistant popped up the little video, my nest hello. I got to see exactly who it was at the front door. I just dismissed it. I have a little seven-inch smart display here next to my desk. And it's just very cool to be able – I didn't spend a lot of money, and I basically have like a whole home portal. I mean, it's awesome. (laughs) I I love this. Because back in the day, I remember – I'm bringing Home Improvement back in here. I watched an episode of Home Improvement, and they had a (laughs) – uh, in-house like telecom sy- whatever, intercom system. And I love that you can just do that in your own house. Like you just go buy a couple of devices and then you can build this whole little like network in your house between your, I- it's to me, it's the future of technology because it makes it so much more accessible to people. Yeah. You know, I gave my mom an old mini uh, old Google Home Mini, and she's using that. And my cousin brought with her uh, an Amazon Echo. And so they use that in the house interchangeably. And like, all they do is they have little dance parties and they ask at <laughs> the weather. And so st- like, it's just little, you know, I know that there's been a lot of stories about, oh, the, it's not safe to have all the stuff in the house. Google's constantly listening. Amazon's constantly listening. I completely, I read all those articles. I read the EFF, the Electronic Frontier Foundation had just like a big report about surveillance and the assistance we bring into our home. Listen, I'm on top of it. I know I know what we're kind of getting in exchange for this, but I also can't help but appreciate the convenience and just like the fact that I just have this smart house that you know, I yeah. can check I can decide whether or not I want to get out of the room and have somebody know that I'm actually at home. Like, I sit in here, if I see at the door, there's somebody at my door who is soliciting me on God yeah. knows what. And I'm like, sorry, the- I'm just going to pretend like I'm not at home, you know, versus, like, peering through the window, sit- going to the blind, seeing who it is. Welcome to living in the suburbs. This is I know. It's like and forever. also, it's,
0: And also the ability to just say... Oh yep, I I I, I see you there, George. Just give, give me a minute because A, I'm on crutches, and B, I'm in the pair of shorts that I usually wear around the office, and I want to put on long pants. I but no, it's not underwear. It's not just underwear. It's like actually or unlock pair.
1: the door for my mom. So, sorry, mom, I'm still upstairs blow drying my hair. Like let me unlock the door for you and just like let my mom in. Yes, exactly. Like, that's why this stuff is fun. Yeah. So just think about that. And, uh
0: and also peace peace on earth goodwill to all
1: <sighs> we're trying just try your best um I saw this meme on Instagram today I just want to bring up real quick fool is bringing Instagram memes to the podcast um, I just want to honor the okay, <clears throat> very quickly I would like to honor a couple people this holiday season. I would like to honor the people who are grieving, the people who are lonely, the asylum seekers, the people whose worth is not affirmed by those in power, the people affected by natural disasters, the sick, the broken hearted, people who are trying and failing, forgotten people, people who are trying to forget, those whom 2020 will be their first year. And those for whom 2020 will be their last year. So just.
0: That's quite beautiful. Just
1: got, you just kind of want to. That's why I like social media this yeah. time of year. Sometimes there's some really nice stuff on there.
0: There are times when you can. There's always a group hug somewhere in social media. And sometimes you can choose to. I'm going to join this group hug. It's either either someone who wants to contribute a hug to someone else who needs it, or someone who just needs to be part of a group hug. Because and the only thing I can add to that, which was thank you, that was a very very beautiful way to end uh, 2019. I might have to steal that myself. Uh, my favorite quote. <laughs> it's in from, my
1: Instagram story, Andy. If you <laughs> want it, <so. laughs> I will be. <laughs>
0: I will credit. Just tap you and credit hold to One of my favorite uh, bumper sticker pieces of wisdom. Just because it can fit on a bumper sticker Mm -hmm, doesn't mean mm -hmm. it's not uh, nourishing and valid and valuable. Uh, From Kurt Vonnegut. uh, We're all here here to help each other get through this thing, whatever it is.
1: Whatever the heck it is. Yes.
0: Thank you, everybody. We have just gotten through another uh, episode, another year of the material podcast. Uh, We thank you so very much for listening both today and all the days that you listen to us. We hope that uh, however you choose to spend your holidays, you're enjoying having a good time and you're finding it a, a healthy and, again, nourishing time of your own. Hope you listen to us again in 2020. But until then, have a wonderful, wonderful seven days.
1: Bye, everybody. <laughs>